You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. Anthony and Aurora are back to talk more Fear the Walking Dead. It is season... Oh gosh, what are we on? Three? Season three. Mm-hmm. And it is episode... Oh my gosh, I'm not sure. Episode 14. <laughs> so many episodes. Uh, episode 14. El yes. Matadero, The Slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. I've learned, which was not a slaughterhouse, actually. I mean... It's more like a drug den, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> this, was an, this was an interesting episode. I'm, I'm excited to, to talk about it. But before we do that, I want to do this now before I forget about it. Uh, the producers of The Walking Dead noted, I think this is at New York Comic Con, maybe? They made it official that there, at some point, will be a crossover between mm-hmm. the two shows. Uh, I don't know if they're bringing this up now because the crossover is going to happen sometime during this season. I don't know if they mentioned that, but we've already we've been hard at work trying to figure out who it is mm-hmm. and who do you think it is. I, I think I actually know who you think it is, and I think I also may agree with yeah. you, but who do you think it is that's going to cross over? I think it's going to have something to do with Strand, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He seems like the type to kind of go off on his own mm-hmm. and get himself in and out of situations to the point where Although, he could you, end up there. You know, Alicia is also on his own, on her own oh, now. That's true. So that could be also a possibility. And she's made a whole. She's made a brand new friend. You did, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's. I feel like it would have to be. Like I don't think it would be Madison. Although I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure right now there are uh, Tumblr accounts that are already shipping Rick and Madison. Oh, of course. <laughs> Radisson, the, they'd call them. <laughs> like the hotel chain. Um, I just, I'd have to, um, I'd have to, um, people are just like, oh my God, they'd be perfect for each other. They're kind of rough and tumble. They're very damaged. You know, but Rick's like with Michonne right now, but yeah. you know, things could change. And you know when some some people are so alike, sometimes it doesn't work either. No, it could also it could also be a bad. <laughs> sometimes you want that yin and yang. Yeah, like, yeah. You want yeah. the you want that person that sort of like you know equalizes you. Yeah, and that's you know why Michonne Michonne and Rick work so well because she kind of like you know calms him down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, he brings a little bit of wildness and yeah. un- unpredictability, and she brings a little bit of stability and common sense. Yes, so yes, it all kind it's of perfect. That works together. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people imagine like their perfect partner in life would be the person that loves exactly all the same things that they want or that mm-hmm. they like, and that can make like for a really good friendship. But it right. also might not always it might not always make for like the best. Yes. Um, 
you know, intimate relationship or something like that. For some people it does though. And for those people, uh, I envy them. I'm more of like a yin and yang person. I like yeah. look for somebody who has not, not somebody who's the opposite, but you know, somebody who isn't exactly into everything I'm into. Right. Uh, because right. part of me is selfish and wants to just have those things to myself. <laughs> I love that Jen's not really into video games because that means I get to play all the video games by myself yes. and nobody yes. gets to bug me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know if I could handle it if somebody was like, hey, let's sit down and play video games all the time. And I'd be like, I don't want to. I just want to play by myself. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> so I'm so used to that. That's what I, that's my thing. That's like my alone time and my escape time. But. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this episode. Uh, Madison Strand and Walker uh, drive a tanker to a trading outpost to meet with Lola and Daniel. Strand worries that things might go south when they show up and trade empty-handed. Madison argues that at least they have Ophelia. Ophelia and Crazy Dog are riding on the back of the, trank, uh, the tanker when Ophelia grows weak and falls off of her perch. Madison checks on her and spots a bite wound. Uh-oh. Uh, Ophelia asks for Madison's word that she will take her to see Daniel and Madison promises uh, Nick meanwhile tries to convince Alicia to rejoin the group promising safety and numbers but Alicia points out that she nearly died in a pantry while surrounded with alive people mm -hmm. safety and numbers doesn't really mean that much although to be fair uh, and a point against of Alicia here she was in like a weird circumstance where all those people sort of died at the same time they were unconscious for a while. Yeah, yeah. Most people are you're I mean if you're like in a in a mall, most of those people aren't going to turn into zombies while you're standing there. So I mean, although there has been a lot of movie zombie movies set in malls. Oh, that's true. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Madison's group hands over their weapons at the checkpoint. Uh Ophelia steadies herself as a guard waves her through. Madison sells part of their rifle stash to pay for entry. Uh, Madison sets up Ophelia inside a room and then goes to find painkillers. And Walker stands guard over her. Uh, meanwhile, Nick says goodbye to Alicia and gives her a map. Nick and Troy drive to the outpost and Troy tells Nick that they're more alike than Nick thinks. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, clearly. Uh, mm -hmm. Madison gives some Vicodin to Ophelia uh, as Ophelia sleeps Walker tells Madison that she's going to do the right thing by honoring Ophelia's request to see her father Alicia meanwhile scavenges for food inside of a burger joint she produces a tub of instant potatoes from the kitchen which by the way I've, I don't think I've ever been to a fast food joint that served up mashed potatoes but maybe <laughs> it's a thing elsewhere maybe in the south it's a thing around the west Wee. coast but KFC has mashed potatoes. Oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah. I don't think of them as a burger joint. That's, I guess that that's says, true. That's true. It does say a burger joint, so it does oh, seem okay. weird. Yeah. But maybe this explanation, maybe this paragraph on this Wikipedia page is, uh, is missing information. Uh, but she ends up hiding in a playground ball pit when she sees a herd of walkers heading towards the restaurant. Unfortunately for her, a young little zombie is hiding in the ball pit as well, and Alicia <laughs> has to kill her. Uh, and continues to hide in the pit. While the walkers enter the restaurant, another woman strides in with a pickaxe, like an old-timey panhandler, and uh, kills the crap out of all these zombies, and then mm -hmm. severs their fingers and pulls their teeth out and walks off with the potatoes. Mm -hmm. um, Alicia then spots the woman's car in a supermarket parking lot. She reaches 
inside to steal the potatoes back, the woman, who we learn her name is Diana, shows up and threatens to kill her. Alicia threatens to shoot up Diana's gas tank, and then they propose that maybe they should just share the food instead. Uh, I think Alicia's like, like, I'm just tired and hungry, and I'd really like to not have to kill you. At the outpost cafeteria, Nick joins Troy at the table and orders some tequila. Bad idea. Nick asks the waitress where they can find the slaughter yard. Nick pops a pill and downs the tequila. Troy joins him. So it feels like Nick has fallen off the wagon here slightly. Yeah. Uh, Guards capture Strand as he sneaks around the outpost and he demands to see Proctor John and says that he has something that John will want. Madison wakes Ophelia to meet with Daniel, and she suggests that Walker stay behind. She helps her out to the parking lot, where Ophelia asks Madison to tell Daniel that she was looking forward to getting to know him, dying soon after. Daniel arrives and goes straight to Ophelia. In in a moment of grief, he pulls a gun on Madison when he sees that Ophelia is dead, but Madison explains what happens, and Daniel sends her away and shoots Ophelia in the head. Ah, this poor man. Uh, Nick and Troy are completely shit-faced and are just walking around. Nick is talking like anybody who's ever talked in their life if they've been high. Mm-hmm. He's just talking about seeing the atoms in between the molecules. <laughs> yes. Man. Like, it was weird. It was like a Cheech and Chong or like a Jane Silent Bob movie, but with zombies. Yeah, like seeing the just... atoms between the zombies, actually. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> so, so wasted these two were. Um, it almost felt like they were going to go like a comedic route with these guys. Yeah, yeah. they were just so blasted. But uh, they cover themselves in uh, in like zombie guts and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Alicia and Diana eat the potatoes inside the, inside an abandoned store. Diana explains that she sells the fingers and the teeth to the Mexicans at the outpost. Alicia tells Diana that she's traveling alone to a place in the desert. Diana warns her that every town has been picked clean and declares that she doesn't keep company. Uh, Madison cleans up Ophelia's room and realizes that Nick took some of the Vicodin. Daniel stops by to inform her that she can still come to the dam along with Strand, Walker, and the others. Alicia wakes up to find Diana fixing her car outside as a herd approaches. They decide to maybe not be friends, but, you know, they can kill some zombies together. I think that makes them friends. Uh, Mm -hmm. Madison prepares to return to the dam, but Nick informs her that he and Troy are going to stay at the outpost to secure a toehold for future trading. Knowing that Nick has ulterior motives for staying, Madison simply tells him that he knows where to find her. So what did you think of the slaughterhouse? El Matadero, Aurora. I had a really hard time with this episode um, because two of my favorite characters... Um, which are which were Ophelia and Nick. Um, one died. <laughs> yes, and the other, I just make I, I didn't like it. I didn't like that he. I thought. I mean, I know he's an addict, and um, you know, they are in a stressful situation. So I can see him falling back into that um, addiction. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just the way that it happened. I, I just, I was like yelling at the TV, like, why are you doing this? No. Yes. <laughs> um, and even though they made it seem like, oh, you know, he's getting, you know, high and, you know, he's going to the walkers and it, it, it felt more, um, you know, something like young people do. Yeah. For me, 
I didn't see it that way. Like I saw it like he's going to die. Mm-hmm. This is just him slowly dying. Um, and then at the end when, you know, he says, I'm going to stay back. And Madison, you can see Madison's face that she knows he's back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole interaction also made me really uncomfortable and mad. And I, I don't know. I don't know why they decided to put Nick back into that state. It did feel kind of random. Right? Uh, like he just decided, oh, hey, the, look at these Vicodin pills. Let's, just, let's put these in the tequila and get wasted. <laughs> yeah. I spent all this time being clean, and now let's just, who cares? Even Troy was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, saying something. Yeah, he's like, what the? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird. I, I felt really bad for Daniel Salazar. He... He's lost his wife. He lost his daughter. I think both in both cases without being able to say goodbye to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because I, I believe his wife died before he had a chance to, to see her. And here, uh, Ophelia dies just as his truck is pulling up. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, awful. I feel bad for this guy. Uh, and he's, he even says, he's like, you know, is, you know, this is the, the price. He's blaming himself. I guess for his past actions, I suppose, which he's always seemed pretty remorseful about, mm-hmm. uh, and he feels like this is his karma or retribution or his penance that he has to pay for his past behavior. He's lost his wife and he's lost his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's just a great character. Uh, more, more. We've we've been saying it for a while, but he's just. I I like his character a lot. I feel really bad for him, obviously, right now, but. Uh, he's a great character. Uh, yeah. The way things kind of spun out here, uh, I know you've been you've been sort of sliding. You and I have both sort of been sliding on Nick for a little bit here ever since he's sort of teamed up with Troy. Right. Uh, I tell you what, after Nick and Troy going on this bender, and Kim has kind of got nothing, or, or not Kim. Kim's the name of the actress. After Madison is sort <laughs> of. Uh, and just kind of run out of things to do here. I'm sure some stuff will happen for them. To be honest, I'm I'm on the the Alicia train here. Yeah. I want to see more of Alicia and Diana. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like if all the rest of the characters just like live the rest of their lives at the at the the dam, and we just never see them again, I'd be okay if it was just the adventures of Alicia and and Diana. <laughs> They had some good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked her, Diana, the new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked her. I liked their interactions and stuff. I really liked that the scene, like with the ball pit, that was and cool. all of that yeah. stuff. I it somehow was very unsettling to see a little zombie kid come out of a ball pit. Oh my I god! I can't. I can't wait to go to Comic Con and see someone cosplaying as that girl with like little balls. <laughs> She's got like the ball pit stuff everywhere. <laughs> I know someone's gonna do it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I maybe it's because I have a kid who still likes is still young enough that likes to go to like McDonald's or whatever yeah, and yeah. likes to play in the ball pit. So maybe it's uh, I can empathize with like that could be my kid, uh, an mm-hmm. undead zombie in a ball pit somewhere. Like that could yeah. happen. Uh, I mean, it couldn't, but you know, I, I mean, <laughs> I can separate myself from reality enough for the for the sake of the show to be to empathize enough. Uh, but it was unnerving, right? It was, yeah. uh, and it was really she. So she stabs this little zombie kid, 
and when she falls back into the ball pit, like the ball pits just the ball pit consumes her body, like it's yeah. quicksand or something, which was awesome. I don't yeah, know if ball cool. pits. I don't know if ball pits really work like that, but yeah, they like <laughs> consumed her body, and then uh, Alicia sort of just like hid in the. Uh, hit. I, I really liked that whole scene. I thought that was really good, and I really like those two together. This is gonna be this is gonna be my new Tobias, where I want a thing to happen with characters, and I don't think it's meant to happen. But I really yeah. want to see these. T- I like them together, and I would like to see that continue. But I don't think that's where the show's headed. Maybe no, it someone, is, but... someone's gonna die in those between those two. Probably Diana, because she's listed <laughs> yeah. as an also starring. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I liked her. Um, do you have any other thoughts on the episode? I mean, overall, it was fine. It's just that um, we were we already saw them separate, and then in this episode, they separated even more. Yeah. Um. So I don't know about. I mean, I liked. I like. I I agree with you. I like Alicia with Diana. I think that's a good story. I want to see what happens with them. Um. I like Madison and Strand. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about Troy and Nick. Um, again, f- since the beginning, I, I don't like Troy. And I know that it's I, I meant it's meant for me not to like him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I was really rooting, rooting for Nick. So I hope that something happens that, you know, makes him realize that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Because I want to see more of that character. I really like Nick as a character. So yeah. let's see. Um, before we move on to scores and things like that, it's time for our, uh, weekly plug. And, uh, lately we've been talking about the deal we've had with Fandango for Blade Runner, which is still ongoing, by the way. I think you can still, while supplies last, go to cinemageekly.com slash Blade Runner and get tickets for Blade Runner 2049 and get a free Funko Pop vinyl from Fandango. I believe that is good through the 31st or the 20th. I have to actually have to go check. Uh, but we have another one. I don't know if you've seen this, Aurora, but we've got another great uh, offer from the lovely folks over at Fandango. And this time it is for a little movie. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you have heard tell of me it, more, I see. Tell me more about this movie. It takes place a long time ago. <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away. Uh, very few people are talking about this movie, though. It's kind of flying under the radar at the moment. Yeah. Um, no. Is it like an indie movie? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy who made Looper is making this one. Uh, not a lot of people got to see that Looper movie, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so obviously people are going nuts about this movie. And I'm sure you're, uh, people are dying to get their hands on some tickets and... Uh, the good folks over at Fandango are helping us out again. Uh, you can pre-order yourself some tickets for Star Wars The Last Jedi, and if you use our link, cinemageekly.com slash Jedi, you also get yourself a free Star Wars The Last Jedi poster along with the tickets. Uh, so, you know, a thing to hang up in the kids' room, or if you're a big kid like me, uh, hang up in my room, although mm-hmm. I don't think Jen would let me put a Star Wars poster in our bedroom, <laughs> but... If she did, you know, maybe she'd be like, you can, you can put it in the closet. <laughs> uh, and she loves Star Wars, but she's just not the type to decorate our bedroom with Star Wars stuff. <laughs> I'd probably end up in my kid's room. Um, that being said, 
what the hey, you want to go see the movie anyway, and you get yourself a free poster as well, and you help us out whenever you buy uh, tickets using that link, cinemageekly.com slash lastjedi. Uh, or if you have no interest in seeing that Star Wars movie, you can always use Fandango by going to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango and buying tickets to any other Fandango movie uh, or buying gift cards uh, as well. All that stuff helps us out. Uh, so, Aurora, what would you give El Matadero, The Slaughterhouse? I am going to give it a 3.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that better than it, than what it's been lately? I feel like it has um, been. I feel like I, we've been... Kind of. There has been some highs and lows. <laughs> I think this this one is more to the low side than the high side for me. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, what did you say? Three, 3.7? Did you say 3.5 or 3 and 3 quarters? 3.5. You said 3.5. Oh, I was going to say 2.5. Holy no, cow. Really, no. You seem to enjoy it more than <laughs> that. Okay. That's where for a second I thought I had I had given it a lower score. I gave it three and a half as well. I thought I'd mm-hmm. given it a lower score. I thought you said three and three quarters, but uh, a three and a half. A good episode. Yeah. Um, with some good things that happened in it. There are only, however, two episodes left in the season. And uh, the last episode actually sounds like it would be a fun Christmas episode, but I don't think it's actually meant in that regard. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it sounds like things are going to get worse, uh, before they get better. Uh, so before we take off, head on over to cinemageekly.com, check out the archives of the show and find us on iTunes and Google play music. Just search for here, the walking dead and hit subscribe. And we will return next week with season three, episode 15 of fear, the walking dead called things bad begun. Mm-hmm.